0: Well, weren't we in a pickle? Not only was Amon Fane abandoned, but it was cold too, and our disguises had worked against us. Then there were these two thinking they were holding us captive as slavers, but what they did not know was that it was all our use. Boy were they daft, I suppose that meant our disguise had worked. A little too well though. Now we were trapped in that village with a blizzard blowing in and Rory playing the drums. Attracting who knows what from the forests all I knew was that we needed to gain control of the situation And maybe get these strangers to join our cause to free Alphrahim This was a real hair in my sock drawer if you know what I mean We needed our plan to infiltrate Valron to go off without a hitch I felt I knew what needed doing and if my own secret plan was to succeed There'd be no casualties but one.
1: The woman has drawn her blade and Omar is unable to get the hammer off of Telnius's arm. So instead, he draws his blade and brings the blade to Telnius's throat. Kal'un and Ayas, as Shaylin, as you guys kind of gain consciousness, you see Telnius at sword point and Omar says... All right, don't move or you lose your priest. And he says to you, Telnius, yes, May Thesla damn you for helping these slavers.
2: Okay, all right, guys. Um, I feel like this is one giant miscommunication here. Can we all just calm the fuck down, please? And I want to roll persuasion. Okay, go for it. So that's a 20.
1: All right, you better talk and talk
2: fast. I look at Aias and I say, the jig is up, man. Let's just, let's come clean here. I think we're all on the same side. And the reason there, there's a sword literally at my throat is because they think
3: we are who we were trying to be. <laughs> yes, we assumed you would be Alfrahim Scum. And we have been posing as such so that we would fit in.
0: We are actually with the Varrican. And what's even more funny is you have your blade pressed against your bishop's throat.
2: Oh yeah, by the way. (laughs) He's your boss. I use the bloodstone on my hand and I
1: try to suppress the firewall. So the half-elf sees that you have the, the ability to manipulate the fire. She looks out the window and she says, So these are not your slaves. And she quickly brings her right hand up and kind of sp- puts it in a circle as if like wrapping up an orchestra and the, all of the fire outside the public house just disappears. goes down. Cool. It completely disappears. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's a cool trick. Uh, yes. I suppose <laughs> the answer is no, they're not our slaves. And so Omar takes his sword away from Telnius's throat. uba and rory you guys are playing drums and talon as gerald pops his head into the cabin Rory, what are you doing (laughs) and there's like the dancing happening so
4: we stop real quick uh what are you talking about? I mean, like, what? Why? Why would I not be playing the d- drum? Was here and I'm playing the drum.
1: I don't think that that's a very good idea at the moment. Th- I just saw a, a wall of fire go on up in front of the public house. I think we should go see what's happening.
4: That sounds pretty cool too. But you want to go check that out? Mm, yeah, I right. suppose. <laughs> let's let's go. Hey guys, but remember, we are supposed to be slaves, mm. and they're supposed to be. The Terrible too. So what, no matter what happens, we are slaves. That's okay. Right. <laughs> yes. You're, yeah, you're right. supposed to be our master. Yeah. We're your slaves, no matter what they say. Got that, Uba?
1: Yes, that okay. is understood. Okay. And <laughs> so you guys walk out kind of charging toward the public house in disguise still. hmm So the red haired half elf, she says, all right, this is very confusing because, and she points to ISS as a Shaylin. Do you still have the, the visual? Oh, yeah. We have seen you taking slaves to Falron. Mm-hmm. And I like wipe some of
3: the makeup away from my face, revealing my lighter pale skin. Oh,
1: okay. What is happening here?
3: I also I place myself
0: between Telnius and the guy who had a blade to his throat okay. and am facing
2: him. I flip him off from behind, Colleen. No. Like, yeah, fuck you, man.
0: <laughs> he has to attach a separate attachment to <laughs> yeah. his arm that specifically just yeah, puts middle off. Instead <laughs> of just <laughs> using
1: okay. my left hand. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, wait, guys. And like that's your, your sacred your messenger that's and your hand. Then, yeah. Yeah.
3: then I just sit down at the table and I just pick up the shot and just hey, <laughs> yeah. take yeah. Down the yeah. shot
1: right there. And I say, oh, shit. <laughs> Omar kind of backs away and says, what is this about you being our bishop? All right. So
2: maybe we should all get together and have this conversation uh, so that we don't have to do this more than once. We've got a couple or a few other friends in... I think your drum room, I can hear them playing the drums. you guys have a drum room? Or? At this
1: point, you hear the public house door, boom, burst open, and there's Gerald. All right, y'all. Slaves. Get on the fucking ground. I, I go
4: over to to as um, Shaylan and I bow down in the ground. I'm, like, I'm so sorry, master. I'm sorry. I broke into the, me and Uba uh, broke into the
2: we,
1: liquor cabinet. Uba's, Uba's and, doing the same. Like bowing, and Bowen, ran and away. No, this and is and I'm not, so
4: sorry we tried to escape.
1: Okay. Don't whip me again. That's right, you damn slaves. This is not
2: what it looks like. Guys, no, get get up. You're not slaves. No, please. No, what are you talking about? I walk up to Gerald, and I wipe his face. Wipe the, It uh, doesn't do
1: anything, because he's magically. I do it again. <laughs> like, don't you have <laughs> the
2: spell magic? I thought that's what you were doing.
1: I no, I, I do,
2: but I <laughs> oh, okay. because I just saw him with the makeup, I thought that it was makeup on him, and I'm like, why
1: you is it white? It. Stop
2: that. I swear I it's, he's
1: not Gerald, I swear. <laughs> Talon just like, what are you doing?
4: <laughs> so do I do I get a read on the situation? Am I like
3: understanding what they're it's actually doing? Okay. I just turn to Talon. I just say, the jig is up. They uh, found us out.
1: Okay. What and who Okay, and so he he dispels disguise self and is like, "Oh, magic." <laughs> okay, <laughs> <sighs> okay. Hmm. So the woman, she then says, "All right, uh, let's get names here. What uh, you are coming through, Em Fane. You are posing as Slavers, because uh, him as well. Uh, you know, Talon." Just as he's transforming, she watches him transform. That one we have seen as well. Well, it would be a bad ruse if it were
2: people that you didn't recognize as slavers, right? I mean, our goal was to get into Ammon Fane kind of as like a warm-up. Whoa,
4: whoa, whoa, whoa. Who are these guys and why are we telling them our plan?
2: Oh, yeah, good point.
4: We should tell yeah, you... Because literally all they've done is attack us.
0: Like, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still like in, fi- no. in a fighting position against much. This is Omar. true.
1: And the half-elf then sheathes her blade. Everyone give me a perception check. That's 20,
4: not 20. Wow. I'm sobering
1: up real quick. So fucking perceptive. 17. 5. 11. Nice. You all see very clearly there is a Crafter's Guild symbol on her blade. So, She's got a
4: crafter's guild. Okay, blade. Yeah. I try and
2: Wait a minute, that's peculiar. Um, that crafter's guild insignia there on your on your blade. Okay, we we should all definitely do some talking here.
1: Yes, I believe that I am Runa. This is Omar, and Omar, the older gruff man with white hair and a white beard, eye patch. Um, he and I are. I guess, outlanders. We were once... Well, I guess I should let Omar tell the story since...
0: So, real quick, did they, like, separate from a... Like, do we kind of, like, all just relax and sit down? Yeah, yeah, yeah at this point... Okay. She yeah, yeah,
1: he's. Yeah, he's got his blade away. Everything's relaxed. There's, so I also slip my two daggers back into my sleeve. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I, I suppose I should let Omar tell the story uh, since he was actually there and no
4: i want to hear from you where'd you get that sword
1: that will be revealed through the story and so omar says
4: all right um Rick kind of sidles up closer to her as he starts to tell the story okay
1: i was once a, a cleric of thesla i was stationed in dunabur and uh i mainly worked with the prisoners there this was uh 20 or so years ago um with the prisoners, I learned more of the Varrican, and I appreciated more uh, who they were and why, why were we treating them so poorly. Oh, yes. I understand that. I also had heard of a collection of Thessalon priests who had gathered together in the mountains of Elphrahim, a type of monastery. They apparently were peacemakers. Ones who did not take sides of the Trailanders nor of the Verican. Really? Y- yes. So I, I traveled, I found this monastery. It was it was like heaven upon earth there. We grew a lot of our own food, we were very self-sustaining, and it was amazing to see people of like mindedness. There was even a Verican man there. What what was the- the name of this place? It actually was within an ancient Elder Elk temple, one within the mountains. Um, we all lived there in peace, and uh, it wasn't until a High Elf woman arrived that things got a little bit more complicated. She spoke of the slave trading that Alfrahim was a part of. The Crafters Guild being a major source of the slavers. Yeah,
4: we've had run-ins with the Crafters Guild.
1: We're no fans. Runa speaks up. I could tell, obviously, you were disguised as two of the most prominent. And, and well, so
2: then you can see why we find the fact that your blade has
1: the crafter skilled insignia on it to be quite jarring. Yes, I understand. Well, this woman, the high elf woman that came to the monastery, she um she fell in love with a uh, verican man there and well, they bore a child. Me. This blade was a gift from my mother. And Omar kind of picks it back up. Well, yes, uh, she was just a child, but um, you see, Vruna's mother is Antiva, the guildmaster of the Crafters Guild. I see. Holy shit, that's crazy!
3: What a
4: coincidence.
1: She uh, apparently was against the immoral acts that had happened since Amran had taken ruling. And Tiva
2: was against them?:
1: Yes, secretly. But Amran eventually found out. He, along with the folks you were disguised as and a large group of al soldiers came. They massacred the clerics there. I myself took an arrow to the eye. Did that end
0: your adventuring?
1: Actually, ironically, it began my adventuring. Ironically? Oh. As I was once a... <laughs> oh, we're familiar with eye puns. <laughs> I had gone from a peaceful, a peaceful cleric of Thesla and the atrocities that the elves committed that day have turned me to sword. I was fortunate enough to survive and bring Runa under my care. We escaped that day, but, Runa speaks up, they captured my mother and they took my father. A Verican man I believe he is now being held by these crafters guilds as a slave.
2: They took your mother. Wasn't your mother the leader of the crafters guild? Correct. So is she, I mean, she, we, was,
0: she was opposed to Amorin.
2: Right, but mm-hmm. we have intel now that she is free and, and making decisions as the crafters guild leader, right? That is confusing for me to hear. I mean, am I wrong about that, guys, or...
3: I
0: thought, I thought that was right. Yeah, probably you're not wrong.
2: Okay. <laughs> no,
3: look, if she's no longer free, then that would mean this note is a forgery. What was the last you heard from your mom? Or if
4: she's being used as a figurehead. Or you're just fibbing about all this.
2: Oh, that's true. You could just be lying right now.
1: Yeah. Do you guys want to roll insight? Sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm going to roll insight...
3: I'm gonna choose to believe her.
1: Oh. I don't I have no insight. <laughs> 18. Talon, eighteen. Let me see that
3: note you. Uh, Twenty seven.
1: You sense honesty coming from both of them. Coloon, you got an eighteen. Mm-hmm. You definitely sense honesty. Two from Rory. You're totally uncertain. <laughs> you're still a little <laughs> I'm very skeptical. Drunk. But and Uba's kinda behind you, like tapping his face like, like uh-huh. wait. Amron, who was that? Uh, <laughs> I look up at
4: him and I, I, then I start doing the
1: same thing. I'm oh. his, and you guys are like <laughs> looking at each other, just like tapping each other's face. One so. of
4: her eyes are twitching as we're like,
1: "Yeah." <laughs> we're I asked <laughs> you had asked Talon for the note. He passes it to you. I just take the note from Talon. I'm just like,
3: "We collected this note from Gerald's things.
1: Is this your mother's signature?" Ah. Uh, she shows it, or you show it to her. Uh, I guess I would not know. Omar? And he kind of looks at it. He takes the paper out of your hand. Mm. If this is her writing, which it appears to be, I hope, against all hope, that she has not uh, fallen to Amran's ill wishes. But yes, this looks like her writing. Well, so Rita Ida kind of like steps back with like her hand over her mouth. So Ida either Ida.
2: she is being uh directed by King Amran and controlled and, and is a puppet because her other option is death, or
3: she has come over to that side. Well that definitely sounds like her motives have been manipulated.
0: I think we have to assume the worst either way. And know that the Crafters Guild is
2: against us. And and which is not a big change. I mean, that's what we had already thought. True. But it is kind of, it's interesting to know that at one point,
3: she could have been persuaded. I walk over to the bar. Omar, is it? Pour me a drink, please.
1: The same bottle he had out, he pours multiple drinks. Uh, would anyone else like a drink? Yes. yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> so, just yeah. Yes. so you guys get another round of drinks, and you kind of sit with this information. Omar kind of speaks up. Um, yeah. Either way, it is, it is not safe to stay here much longer. The weather is increasingly poor, and we only came here for a quick supply run. You see... Amon Fane was emptied a few weeks ago. Uh, actually, maybe more than, longer than that, uh, about a month and a half. Uh, it's literally
3: double what you just said. <laughs> yeah.
1: They, uh, sorry, time has been... Numbers are hard. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the numbers guy of this group.
3: So is there any sign of what happened? That's me.
1: <laughs> we saw from the monastery, which is just off of the mountain pass to Faleron, we saw the mass exodus. They were heading back to Falron.
2: How old is this
1: Garuna? She's like a young half-elf. So similar looking to Aya's, but maybe even younger. So at this point, you guys hear a blood-curdling...
3: Ah, fuck. Shit. Guys, I'm going to head out and go get Alana.
2: Yeah, we we should definitely all get together. Because Alana and Siggy are still in the the wagon, right? Yeah.
0: Can we yeah. just like and the and the icicle that we
1: that we captured? Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. Omar speaks up. That sounded like the cry of an an ogre. A what? Ogre. Do you,
2: you mean, mean an icicle? Ogre. An ogre? Yeah,
1: yeah, an ogre. Not right? an ogre. No, ogre. A U G U R.
2: So, like tilling up the ground.
1: That's how you spell ogre. Oh. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Do you even read? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the numbers guy. Rory <laughs> just starts laughing right really um, <laughs> So who was going out to the wagon? Me. Just Me. is Okay, is you run out, and the, the rest of you guys stay inside, and Omar goes over to the lantern and cuts the light off all the way. He says, everybody, lay low. And he goes to the window as you guys see these figures coming through the the white of the of the blizzard
2: wait i don't want you to go alone i i want to go out with you so when he says everyone lay low instead of dropping down i run out the door i'm probably a few rounds behind you but i I don't want you to be alone
1: okay so you guys start going out to the wagon everyone inside the public house first give me a stealth check not 20 18. So, all of you get really good hiding spots, and you guys see these shadows kind of come in th- through the white-out snow. They seem to be hovering. Ias and Telnius give me stealth checks as well, just getting to into the wagon. 15. 17. So, you guys actually quickly get to the wagon and you kind of like take cover and look back and tell Nias you're able to rush up, kind of slide next to Aias and, and look up. It looks like these shadows, they're coming, they're literally floating over the walls and coming down into the city, moving forward. Since they're floating, they stand taller than ogres. Their bodies are like the bottom halves of like a centaur but they are elk bottoms it's almost like a an elk corpse and the hooves do not reach the, the ground so they're
2: floating almost like like ghosts yes but are they ethereal or are they corporeal you cannot Corp- tell corporeal from- or corporeal, corporeal.
1: no corporeal. yeah you can't tell from where you're at at the moment their their bodies come up where like a normal centaur would have the top half of the body like a humanoid there seems to be just kind of gore ripped out and like intestines <laughs> connecting the top half of these creatures and Rory as, as you're looking out the window you see one float by very close to the public house it is the top torso of an iceling <laughs> oh my oh God. and Lord. has claws just kind of stationary at its sides the so claws. it's
2: an, an icicle centaur with a gory middle <laughs> Zombie. Yeah, with an elk,
0: yeah and an elk bottom uh,
1: and still I told yet, you, a ghost town. <laughs> still yet, the head being the strange Wendigo mix of a wolf and elk head. Oh, so wow. antlers. So like a parrot. Wolf maw. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Let's see how complex. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, Colleen, your mom's outside. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I didn't hear that. that was good. <laughs> Literally a dozen of these are kind of filling and and going through the town. Ius and Telnius, you get into the wagon and inside are Siggy and Ilana, just looking at you with crazed eyes. Like, Stay quiet.
2: I want to go to the ice icicle mm. that we're saved, and what I want to do is go up to the icling and put my hammer above its head, ready to crash it down in case anything like it. In com- case it makes a sound. In case okay. it comes out. Evil. It so this, evil or the eyes turn blue I'm gonna
1: it had been pretty much unconscious the entire time it's eyes open and instead of blue it is now that strange black oh fuck well I'm gonna smash it's face then <sighs> All right. Like if it's eyes are black, I'm smashing face. Go for it. Like All a, right. a coup de gras. Yeah. That's, that's
2: what I'm going to do. I'm cards. sorry. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's the right thing to do, but we just can't fight these things and that thing at, at our back. I like, can't tell you what to do. A 16 to hit.
1: Go ahead and roll your damage as if a critical hit. Mm-hmm. D4. I think.
2: <laughs> so that's a grand total of eight points of damage. Oh.
1: Even after the... After the critical. Okay, so you smash its skull. It is still kind of alive-ish. Well, yeah, eight, only eight points of health, I hope so. And it begins to... <laughs> okay. You guys hear this noise come from the wagon as these things are surrounding. The augers are passing by, their heads kind of twitching back and forth, their claws beginning to raise. And as soon as this noise happens, a lot of the ones you can see through the windows, like as you're ducking below the window, seeing them kind of float by, you see a lot of them begin to rapidly look Toward the wagon. Omar kind of twitchy Almost like moments. glitchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: really creepy. The uh, twitches are scary. Like and a glitch in the system and uh-huh. they just keep
1: ah, Omar is like, um This is not good. We need to get out of here. Runa then says, I have a plan. Omar, get them to the temple. I will meet you all there. And so at this point, Runa, she leaps up and rushes out the door and she starts making noise and attracting them to her. As they begin looking at her, you guys hear that. And they like begin to flood toward her. And as she's running past the wagon, you see her running full speed, her red hair like blowing in the blizzard and then you see her as if she's like falling forward, but as she falls forward, she grows too large, and then huge size, and antlers are growing out of her head, and she has transformed into a giant elk, similar Hmm. to the elder elk, and she gives out a similar call, like I turn into
0: a wolf and hunt her down.
1: (laughs) You just like bite her at the neck and like wrestle her. This is enough of a distraction. She begins running out of the gate, and the collection of augers begin to follow her out. Omar then says, All right, you guys get into your wagon, and I will grab the horses. We need to move now.
3: I look at Alana and uh, Siggy and Telnius, and I'm just like, now's our chance. We need to make it back to the public house. I agree. Not sure about this guy, though. No, not bringing him. Well, yeah,
2: but
1: like, should we off him or what? Do I feel like he's a threat or do I feel like he's just like... You can tell he's squirming and wanting to move toward the augers. It's wanting to follow the augers he's tied
2: up just leave him here let's go okay well then i don't kill him or anything in fact i grab some more of the salve that balm <laughs> and i just rub it deep on the wound and then we <laughs> bolt nice.
1: okay sweet so talon gets into the driver's seat wait I, like we jump out and talon's and we're running in. to you we're like yeah. oh shit are we okay well then no we yeah. get yep, back well, in no one was wagon. in the driver's seat the driver's seat's outside of the back of the wagon. He's right. just but saying you were that, getting that they didn't. Right. We we're running to it. That's what oh, what I mean. You're you like, guys are all coming you're to like the wagon. We're trying to rent, yeah, no, run. Yeah, there's a bunch of big
3: reference. Yeah. Let me in. Let me in. Let me <laughs> in. <laughs> in, <laughs>
1: let me in. <laughs> so you guys are running into the wagon oh, and um another Lion King reference. <laughs> of course. I mean, why not just stack them on all day? Okay, so Omar comes out from the back of the public house. He's got a horse with him and he's on top of another horse and he's riding toward the gates talon quickly gets the wagon to circle around and start following them when you guys make it through the gates following omar and the and the horses you're able to look out the back canvas opening of the wagon flapping you not only see the very tail end of the giant elk running deeper into the forest down the road you see all dozen of the augers floating and and following the elk out of the forest from the north you see a a horde a collection of oh icelings who have taken on that saint the black eyes, black eyes and they are mm. following the auger and the the iceling that you treated telnius it's convulsing between the the bloodstone balm and it looks as if its legs are like trying to run I out tie of that I, yeah, yeah i tie up He's his legs tight.
3: yeah yeah, we tied him t- up. Uh, and we captured him. Okay, well, I okay, jump on eat. his legs <laughs> yeah.
2: um, so that they stop moving, and I like start bandaging up the wound that I did to his head.
1: Yeah. So you guys are all in the wagon. You guys are following Omar, wide-eyed, watching the hordes of now guided icelings follow these augers and we're going in the opposite direction and you're going in the opposite direction okay. toward falron toward the mountains so okay. you guys quickly see mountain like mountains were always kind of the backdrop to amon fane so you guys are now like moving into the mountains so is she going to be okay
2: um because that's that's a lot of bad guys going after her i mean she's she's gonna, she's like faster than them for sure or
3: to everybody. She looks like she turned into an elk, man I'm pretty sure she's gonna be alright Yeah, but
2: <laughs> golly, that sucks Do you guys see how many of those things were going after her? I, I, mean, do we even,
4: I mean, it's cool that she did that But well, do yeah, we even care about her?
2: Well, yeah, she's the daughter of uh, the, the lady I mean, so
4: she said
2: Well, okay Oh, I mean, she could have been lying I feel like she is
4: But anyway, I mean, are we safe now? Like, are we? should we just get
2: I don't think we're safe But we're going away from them So we're safer Probably,
4: Rory. I uh,
0: I don't know who else to give this to, but here, take take the stone, I and I, I hand you the uh, I, I hand you the blue stone. Apparently, uh, well, I guess Siggy can explain it to you, but uh, apparently, I can talk to you and you can talk to me from a distance. Just you and me. I believe so. I and oh yeah, when? How did I hear her voice? Was it just in my head? Mm-hmm. And could I? Okay, so it wasn't like out loud from the dagger or anything. Okay. So I pull the stone really close
4: and I'm like,
3: Colin, can you hear me if I talk real quietly? You can,
1: you can hear I, it in your mind, yes.
4: I Yeah, I can hear you. Whoa, yeah. that's crazy.
0: Uh, I try to just direct my thoughts toward him. And I hold the stone up to my ear to see if I can hear Colin's say, thoughts. Um, hi, Rory. Uh, Roger, come
4: in over. Are you saying that or you're thinking that? I'm thinking that. Do yeah, I hear you can thoughts? hear everything yeah. cl- very not, clearly. Do I have to hold up to my right. ear to hear it? No,
1: uh, it, it is an ear cuff, so you can wear it, like, on your ear, actually. Oh. Or your
4: nose. Am I hearing yeah.
1: this correctly? You can hear his thoughts?
4: I can. Okay, I'm so sorry. I put it over my ear.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I can hear his thoughts. Can you You're going to need a filter. On can, you, can you hear my thoughts?
1: No, well, no well, you're, not well, thinking, any- <laughs> you're not thinking. You're not thinking. Exactly. Yes. You can send a quick, like two sentence message back and forth with it. So but- stones of
2: far speech. Yes, exactly. Okay.
1: So you guys get closer and closer, deeper into the mountains. A couple hours go by and Omar kind of brings the wagon off of the mountain pass a little bit. And you guys arrive at the entrance of this ancient elder elk temple. This temple is more like a cave and Omar steps off of his horse and he goes forward. It seems like just the facade of a mountain, but he speaks a few words in Thessalon actually to the door, it lights up around where his palm is and the door begins to swing open this is big enough to pull in the wagon a big enough entrance for omar to take the horses in and everything did we hear what words he said telnius would understand that he has just said "Bella." <laughs>
0: <laughs> another lion king
1: reference <laughs> oh. <I don't laughs> of the rings. yeah telnius you just hear a quick line friend in the other mm. yeah you guys go into this cavern there. Uh, Omar lights some torches. You guys are able to park the wagon and get out. This has been started as a natural cave, but a lot of it has been amended. So you guys kind of make yourselves at home. There's um, there's cots there for sleeping. Mm. There's separate rooms where it seems like scribes mm. were keeping track. And there's like a small altar where they you know, the people of old would worship the elder elk, but there are also symbols of Thesla and small shrines to Thesla within these areas. Um, Omar also says, uh, if you are all feeling weary, uh, there are hot springs within, deeper within the caverns. Okay, uh, this is, place is awesome. Does that
2: door close and look inconspicuous like it, it did before. Could we
1: Yes, it it I closed it behind us. Do Great. Okay, cool. Are there
4: other living beings here?
1: No. It's, there, just us? it's only been Runa and I since the attack from the Alfrahima. Bro, we
2: are so safe right now. Yes. Runa and me. You said Runa <laughs> is a
3: priest as well, correct?
1: <laughs> Runa has certain abilities, but um I do not no, possibly came from her father. Her father was one who was connected with the magic of old of the Vatican. Oh, so she is half Vatican and half uh, high elf, I suppose.
3: As long as she can
1: make it back in here and open that door. Uh, I I hope so. Yes, she she knows um, the password to get into the door.
4: Does there seem to be any danger present right now?
1: No, not Where, at
3: all.
4: Where would you say those hot springs were? Uh.
1: Deeper down that tunnel. I head that way. Sweet. I Man's start... got a
3: point. I go with the Rory.
2: I mean, I I am really wanting to go to Hot Springs, but the idea of an ancient Thessalon monastery where... Or not ancient, but mm-hmm. like a Thessalon monastery in an ancient Elder God yeah. location. I'm like looking for lore books. I'm like my, my voracious reader is coming out. Roy starts to fall
4: asleep just by you thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) So ancient Thessalon
1: lore (laughs) book. So you guys kind of get set up because it was really close to nighttime. It's probably around, you know, 10 PM, 11 at this point, you guys have been traveling, running away from augers, all that kind of stuff. Um, Uba, Alana, Siggy all kind of go to the hot springs as well. So, Telnius, give me a, an investigation for oh, that show night. Dog. I'm going to do it
2: with advantage because if I don't have... In, well, I do have... In, no, Oh, yeah, I do have inspiration. I'm from the bagpipes.
1: Yeah, I'm going nice. to use my inspiration right now. Inspo.
2: No, it's a 13.
1: 13? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, you're able to pour over. You get the history of this place, the first monks to arrive here and how it came out of this longing to seek peace in this new land to give rest. to. So there their, are lore books? There's like a library or a bookshelf? Yeah, or the scribes, the, there okay. were scribes who were keeping the history of this monastery. You see everything leading up to Antiva arriving, how they meticulously planned every escape for each of the slaves that they helped escape. Oh, wow, It's pretty moving actually because of just the intensity of that and to know that there were Thessalonians monks. You also see writings about the Varican man who was there. Uh, before the, the Thessalon monks, mm-hmm. and his name was Bjornson, and he had been living there for quite some time. You learn about his- what, Was he a peacemaker or? Yes. Okay. Uh, he welcomed the Thessalon monks and heard out their plight, and he was learning as much from them as they were learning mm-hmm. from him about mm-hmm. the elder gods and, and that type of thing. He was very curious. So you, you find from a couple different rooms- what kind of was the backstory of this area. You also find three potions of healing. Nice. Along with all the, like the apothecary of, of items there.
2: Cool. I chug them right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and So eventually
1: do you go and, and join yeah. your friends in yeah, the yeah. hot springs?
2: Um, does what I read verify what um, Runa and Omar said? like the the history that they gave me Everything, how valid does that yes, seem? Yes,
1: everything matches up. You actually read about Omar's pilgrimage to the monastery okay. and when he arrived and how he became a part of the community. Okay. You can read about like the hot springs being a, a place for healing and rest and meditation. Like, like magical he- healing or just like a great place to heal? Natural healing okay, okay, of, gotcha. uh, from the mountains. Like with crystals and, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and <Shut> um, <laughs> how they had gardens outside and how that... that like vowing to to work the land was a part of that spiritual practice and and just how enriched the lives were of the people who lived here and you can tell the tension how do we act uh, now, do we simply separate ourselves from the craziness that's happening mm. or how do we act? And Antiva seemed to be a godsend of this is how we act against the evil in our world. And so, oh. they really took on the mission of helping save the slaves um, mm. and unfortunately, You know, there's very few records of the actual day that, you know, the last passage says something along the lines of, there are screams outside, we've tried to seal the door, but it's too late.
2: So I come to the hot springs and tell you guys, like, I found all these books about this elder Francis Assisi, (laughs) and all of this really cool stuff, and some cool stuff verifying what Omar said. So, oh, yeah, also,
1: I found these health potions.
4: I use my inspiration to try and find a warm towel <laughs> over my face. I love it.
1: No, um, and so the hot springs uh, are actually really beautiful because there's a small opening at the ceiling. The It's like cavernous ceiling, and a lot of the steam's kind of rising up through, and some of the, the snow as it falls down through Whoa. this ho- hole melts, melts before Whoa. it even reaches the pools within the hot springs. And you guys are able to just relax and any kind of dexterity checks in the Mm. next 24 hours you're going to have advantage on because of how relaxed your muscles are so
0: i i go to bed uh early i'm pretty tired i just tell everyone i go to bed early as
4: we walk into this area i'm like whoa look at the snow and then i take my warm towel and i snap it at uh, uba and then i'm like racing to the hot springs and we were
1: <laughs> yeah when uba jumps in like half of the hot spring like comes out of the pool but it quickly <laughs> refills you all hear kind of a squawking and see a, a small shadowy figure and it looks like a um an eagle actually at landing at the top and its left wing is kind of faltering as it spirals down through that opening with the snow and and finally kind of la- lands in the middle of all of the hot springs. Oh, if I can saw it I dive? Falling, I would try and catch yeah, it. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, can I dive to catch it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Both of you go ahead. 19. A uh, seven. Your advantage. I got a seven. You like jump out, but you just end up landing in another pool. And I'm of just like, well, all right. <laughs> I was just jumping, diving in, just jumping to another pool. Rory, you leap out and catch this Eagle. As you catch it, it, quickly begins to transform and runa's body is within your arms so you see runa before you and she has uh, a large wound on her left arm and she's kind of breathing heavily tell me it's those potions bring them right now well i just i just cast a healing word (laughs) Okay. okay cool she accepts the healing and she says, um, I'm,
3: I what
4: happened? S- Are
3: you
1: okay? Yes, I am. I am safe now. It was a little bit more difficult than I anticipated, uh, escaping the augers. But How many animals you can turn into a giant
4: elk? You can turn into a regular size Eagle. Pretty cool. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know this. I like Eagles and I flex my pecs back and forth, making the eagle oh, dance. Cool. Oh, cool.
1: Um, I am impressed. I suppose. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll no. Figure. It is always an ability that I have had since a, a youngling. Yeah. Any other cool animals, like a seal? There's a few other, but Clan. maybe they'll come up with Clan like the narrative cool. or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just. I really need to rest now. Yeah. Uh, I. I thank you for helping me and for your healing woods. I cast sleep on her. <laughs> um. So that night goes, and you guys pretty much spar out the plan for the next day to go ahead and infiltrate Falron.
0: Hi, I'm Colin. Welcome to the Chasm Quest mid-roll. I'm here today to take you behind the scenes uh, to get a taste of what we do every day. Don't worry, we'll return you to your content right after this short break. Your guide today will be me, and I play Ror- No! Dang it! Go back! Shh, shh, go back! Go back! <clears throat> Your guide today will be me, and I play Kaloon. Andrew is our DM. Micah is Telnius. Brad is Rory. And Taylor is Ias. <clears throat> Over here, we have our iTunes page. Fun fact, way back in Season 1, we started mentioning any reviewer on our main channel. Oh, what fun! Uh, It looks like we have some fresh ones right here. History ho, and rolling on fate. Careful with those, they're still hot! Uh, Yes, well uh, over this way, if you'll follow me, is our state of the art Freedom Hallway. We've always been independent, and the lights in this room only stay on because you, and others like you keep telling more people about Chasm Quest. I've personally pretended to speak to everyone and they all tell me that they love when you talk to them about Chasm Quest. And if anything, they wish you did it more. And over here is our Patreon patio, where we keep, totally with their permission, all of our greatest friends. They love it there because they can find content that can't be found anywhere else. Wow! If you would also like to be kept, I mean, allowed on the Patreon patio, then visit patreon.com forward slash chasmquest. This is our information desk. You can find all of the info you need here by going to chasmquest.com or you can join us at at chasmquest on both Instagram and Twitter. Right behind the information desk, or <laughs> InfoDesk, as I like to call it, is our community lounge, otherwise known as Discord. This lounge is jealously guarded by at Signatory C and at Bob the Furby, but they pretty much let anybody in if you just ask them on Twitter. Ah, and wh- what a great surprise. Our next visitors have just come rolling in. Their name is Rolling on Fate. You can't hang out with them here, but I have a sample of what they sound like available that you can listen to
3: Join our adventurers
1: as they discover how strange portals alter Hunt. Do you hear that, Amsley? Our Lord Paylor blesses us.
5: I didn't realize you worshiped a salesman. Actually, Marian, I'm pretty sure this is a dad.
3: Rolling on Fate. Is an actual play DD podcast.
5: DD? I love death caps and dish rags. Nortrud, what's a podcast? It is an interdimensional sonic communication feed, vanilla
1: Very simple. Nortrud, are you indicating that we're in treble? <laughs> <laughs> bellius did you hear that? I actually had a good one. bellius You
3: can find Rolling on Fate every other Wednesday wherever you download podcasts. You mean podcasts.
4: Taylor! A- anyone! I can't see! I I think I'm stuck in one of those podcasts.
3: Rolling on feet. Come see where the dice take us.
0: You hear pretty early when you wake up, Rory. Uh Rory. Rory. Is this in my head or is this yeah, in real it's life? In, it's in your head. Um, in my head.
5: In my head. Zombie. Zombie. Zombie.
2: Zombie. Zombie. Oh no, icicles uh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
4: sorry. <laughs> Ka- yeah, Kowloon. Um, yeah, what's up? Yeah, uh, couldn't really sleep well
0: uh, last night, so I went ahead and left a couple hours ago. Uh, I'm uh, on my way to
4: Fauron. Do you even know how to get to Fauron?
0: Thal- yeah, it's uh, the way that I'm going, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know what you're doing. Why did you go ahead of us? Yeah, uh just I don't know, I just couldn't sleep very well, so I went ahead and uh, went ahead and left. Huh. So Alright, well. well I will uh I'll see you all at the at the city.
4: Okay. Well um what do we say when we want to hang up this thing? Is there a correct phrase to say? <laughs> Turn up your microphone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should I guess you don't hear anymore. So, Omar is planning to stay at the monastery, but Runa does propose to go with you as as one of the slaves. She can pass
3: easily. She's got red hair.
1: Great. So, she also goes disguised, and thanks you all for allowing her to go on this journey with you. So, you guys get the wagon loaded up, and everything's set, and Omar gives his goodbyes to Runa, and Runa gets into the wagon, Siggy... Alana and Uba also get all their stuff loaded and you guys are ready to go. Uh I Wait assume- before
3: we go, where's Kalloon?
1: Oh, Callhoon told me
4: um via this thing in my head that he went already. He left already. He's already on his way to Faunum.
2: Wait a minute. Are we aren't we taking the
4: wagon? Yeah, it didn't seem to make sense. I was gonna ask him about that. It seems like we'll catch up to him on yeah. the way there.
2: Also, like it's like feet of snow out. Uh, how is he even?
4: Look, I think he's probably a hundred yards east of here, uh, which is the wrong direction. So we might want to do a big perimeter sweep to see if we can find him out there. He
3: didn't tell you why he was going to leave early.
4: No, I tried to ask, and then he cut the connection in the he middle of the conversation.
3: What is this deal lately? That's weird. Yeah, he I didn't
4: think tell you. He just you said he
2: couldn't sleep, so he wanted to go. Oh, that's why he left early because he couldn't sleep.
4: Well, I.
1: It's not a good reason, but yeah, he couldn't Well, no, sleep. but
3: it is a reason.
2: Um, and that Talon sounds as
1: Gerald comes out and he's like, "Are you guys ready to go?" I
3: yeah, guess we are. Yeah, um, we're probably
1: gonna find Kalloon on the way there, yeah. though. Just so you know, in he like twenty over. minutes. Yeah, ten. We'll see.
4: Yeah, um, <laughs> All right. Hey, Rory,
3: can you um, hear? Can
4: you hear me again? Yeah, guys, um, hold on. Quiet, quiet. I'm getting a message from Kalloon here. It, yeah, yeah, bud. Oh, uh, so it looks
0: like there's a uh, there's a mountain pass. Like I'm passing between two cliff sides and um fair warning uh there's a there's a bunch of snow how did you get through it uh, i'm just walking on it
4: you walked on top of the snow
0: uh, yeah yeah i put together some snowshoes yeah
4: okay how far away Ooh, like within a first hour or so? for,
0: oh i don't know maybe for the first uh hour or two for you i've been walking
4: for about th- four hours somewhere in there Okay, so you left really early this morning. Yeah, I told you I couldn't sleep very well. Okay, so mountain pass, lots of snow. I mean, more than we would expect there to be. Yeah.
0: Oh, and uh and a goat too. There's a there's a goat on the side of the mountain. So look for that. It'll be on your left. How do you know it won't have moved? Um it's pretty high up there. It's it's not gonna be able to get far what, very what fast. Moved? What what hasn't oh. moved? Oh, oh. What? no What's no you're on? right. You're right, it's gone. It's I, gone. Okay. What, what side is it on now? Uh it's uh Wait, it climbed it? up.
2: What is on what side?
0: It, it climbed up. It's gone. Okay. Well, uh, see
4: you all
3: at the... Wait, uh, no. FL hold on. Run.
2: Hold
4: on. I mean, the... Kaloon. Right. Uh. You there? Oh, my God. This you is guys. too
3: much, and I get on the cart.
2: Wait. Well, we don't <laughs> even okay. know. We could only hear one side of that. I don't
4: care. Within, so, shortly after we leave, I would say within the first hour or so, since we're on a friggin' sleigh, and he's on foot, we're going to be going through a mountain pass. He warned me that there's a lot of snow.
1: There's snow everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so Gerald gets up with Aeus as Shaylin, the drow of the feckless four, now the terrible two. Jer- uh, Talon as Gerald has the, the note from Elven Queen Antiva, and you guys begin moving forward. Okay, we should be coming up to this mountain pass here soon. Um, I mean, I guess it's
4: something we should keep an eye out for, because you seem to... He wanted to warn me about
2: it. What was the thing he was telling you about that that might have moved?
4: A goat. He said we should come oh. up. There's a goat to the side, and I was like, "What? Well, what? What if it moves?" And he's oh like, "Yeah, gosh, oh, you're it right. It goat. moved."
2: I thought it was like something, but it's a goat.
4: I'm getting another message. So listen, at
0: the end of the pass, uh, there's this like huge, big like mountain that like is apparently just an illusion. I saw a bird fly through it, so I thought maybe I should go. So like I put my hand through it and then like stuck my stuck my head and it's just it's pretty cool actually it's kind of like summer in here so uh, just be prepared for that there's snow and then there's just immediately no snow so uh, there might be a little bit of a drop off for your sleigh do you have wheels still um,
4: I, we can look around for the wheels um,
0: yeah we're still at
2: yeah beach. we've got I've got the wheels hey, right getting, here. we got
4: wheels how <laughs> far after pocket. the pass is this mountain Kowloon? Uh it's uh it's
0: just at the end of it. Okay, you know. all
4: right. Well, thanks for letting me know. Anything else we should watch out for?
0: Uh, No, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go invisible and uh, try to climb the uh, the wall.
4: Did that yeah. goat come back? Uh, As far as I know, the goat is still on the mountain. Okay, guys, yeah. important news. Okay. It's a no on the goat.
2: Okay, all right. We don't care about the goat.
4: But at the end of this pass that we're coming up on here, there's a mountain. The mountain's not there, though. Wait. It looks like there's a mountain. Colun says that you can just go straight through it. He said it was pretty cut and dry. Looks like a mountain. No mountain. Just keep going. And we'll need to switch from the skis to the wheels.
2: Why did you lead with the goat?
4: <laughs> Colin makes
1: it seem like it's a big deal.
2: Colin. I feel like the invisible mountain thing... Was probably lead material. So
1: you guys go a few more hours, and yeah, in fact, the end of the mountain pass, it looks like a sheer cliff in front of you. You don't see any goats, but you know, Gerald's just like, Are you sure we're bringing a whole wagon through this thing? All right, look, and, I
4: trust Collude with my life,
1: yeah. And, and so, and so you guys, so you guys had taken a, a moment to take the skis off, the wheels moving forward. You guys ride through, and just like fucking nine and three quarters, sh- whoop, through this mountain. On the other side, the temperature rises at least thirty degrees. It, it goes straight from dead of winter to warm spring. There's, it seems like an illusion of of sunshine there's a kind of ecosystem that is happening within this illusory mountain and in front of you you see walls of the city of falron like almost as soon as you go through just 200 yards uh, ahead you see the whitewashed walls. They are sealed with sandstone concrete. As you get closer, you can see reflections of bits of seashells. The gates are lined with silver inlay and a myriad of gemstones, jade, amethyst, pearls, and more. As you guys get closer, you can spot guards at the top with spears of sharpened conch shells.
2: Do we notice uh, any ocean around us or smell the ocean?
1: No, but uh, according to the map, you know that on the opposite side of this, of the mountain range, is the Chasm Sea. Okay. So you guys have almost made it all the way back to the coast. So you guys ride up, and the two guards shout down and say, What brings you to Falron? Talon, as Gerald, shouts out, I have here a letter of passage from Queen Antiva herself. And so they send a runner down. The gates open. This runner comes out. Give me a disguise check, Ias, and Nice. Got a nat 20 from Talon. 23. Perfect. So this guard comes up, sees you both. You can tell there's a note of recognition in him. And he, Talon, as Gerald, hands down the note. This guard looks it over, shakes his head, and says, uh, All right, you may pass. This guard, he's equipped with a light blue garment as well as a silver breastplate. On the breastplate is a large symbol of the crafters guild that circle square and triangle all interwoven you guys move into the city of falron
0: uh rory Rory, are you there yeah colin i'm here rory
1: yeah rory i'm i'm here are you there colin
0: well look, listen if you can hear me uh i made it in uh there's a lot of people here uh a lot of a lot of elves dwarves humans uh, little Rory's uh trailendos and what else. It seems to be uh, uh maybe like a refugee camp as well, uh, just like in uh in your name. So
4: okay. Um I hope you got that. Bye. Oh. Calhoun says that there's a, a refugee camp, he thinks. There's a bunch, like, similar to what was in beyond him, and I tell him what he just...
1: Almost just, as you recount it, ISU and Talon look around you. You're literally going through the gates and into slums. It looks like Trelinders, folks who possibly lived in uh, Dunabur. ISU notice, actually, at least... Three posters on your way through the main area of uh, missing persons from the refugee camp. That's just something that you notice as you're going through. A lot of the people are in pretty like poor shape. You can tell the city was not maybe like ready for this amount of influx of people. And to the left, you see a large sign: the Jade Hall. Talon, as Gerald says, alright. Uh, uh, I suppose we've made it. I should pull up to the back. Yes,
3: I believe that would be best. All right. Rory. Yeah, Colin, you there? Rory. Yeah.
0: Okay, update. Uh, bit have done a little bit of investigation, and uh, Runa was right. They really don't like Vatican here, uh, so watch out for that. Uh, I think the upper district is where I need to go, so that's where I'll be heading.
4: Uh, o- over. Okay, uh, yeah. We'll, so we'll we'll reconvene in the upper district. Cut. Oh
3: gosh, come on. So the upper district is in the south, south and the yeah. lower district is in the north. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah, but so you like- <laughs> can tell like it, it looks as if the city is raised up a little bit in, on the southern district. But that's
2: in the lower district. The raised platform is actually yeah. known as the lower the district. The raised
1: platform is, is the in north. the southern
2: part. No, but but the it's the southern the, part. It's the upper district. Oh, my district. dear God.
3: <laughs> okay. And I'm worried that
4: Colin does not know where he is. <laughs> but he says that he's going to the upper district and that these people do not like Varrican. One bit.
2: That's not a big surprise, though, right? I mean, we all kind of knew that.
4: All right, so... I'm just telling you what he told me. I don't know why you're well, be such a... I'm Ooh. not trying to... Okay, sorry. To ease
1: off. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gerald says, Well, I'm going to maybe take these slaves deeper into the city and find out where they need to go. Do you, you and the Rowdy Boys want to go inside the Jade Hall and kind of figure out what we need to do?
3: So, you're taking Elana and Siggy, and that's it?
1: And uh, Uba is well. And Uba. I just figured we both, we would all do a little bit of investigation and kind of meet up and and see.
2: I think that's a good idea. My concern is that the slaves will be taken from you.
1: Hmm.
3: I'm also concerned with that. I don't know if we might not get them back if you take them there. Well, I mean, if
2: Gerald, if they're his slaves, though, maybe he... Can just say no. I choose not to
1: sell well, them right now. Or that's what I'm hoping is to eventually make it to the Pearl Islands. Well, Gerald is supposed to be like a pretty big deal around here, right? Right. So they correct. should listen to what he is. Yeah, he'll, he'll be able to. Using my disguise, I, yeah. I'm sure I'll find the right place to take okay, the right. slaves. Cool. Well, that
3: will be fine. And then me, Rory, and telnius will inspect the Jade Hall.
4: Cool. Whoa, whoa, hold! On. Right, Good. I'm here for Saloon again. This is
0: dangerous. This is very dangerous. Uh, there's a lot of guards going up to the upper
4: district. I, I think I can sneak past. Okay. Coloon. when you say upper district, do you mean north or south? Oh gosh. So Coloon says there's a lot of guards heading to the upper district and, um, but he doesn't, he didn't respond when he said, when I asked if he knew exactly which side that was on, but he said he's going to try and sneak through.
1: The rowdy boys, you kind of say your goodbyes to the slavers. And Runa, um, on your way out, she mentions, I'm going to find my, my father, hopefully, within the slave trade. Um, if we can send any word back, we definitely will.
3: Be safe out there.
1: Of course. Uba kind of comes up and gives Roy a big old hug. And Ilana nods to you all, and and uh,
2: oh, I do. I go to oh, Alana and like nux Alana knucks. with my left hand,
1: and 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 then
2: uh, hit with my hammer uh, against her like uh, forearm, you ah, know, like oh. not hard. I mean, let's, like, yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. that we do. Oh, okay, gotcha. Know, like we nux, and then
1: hammer. Perfect. And Gerald begins to move the wagon back out to the main road to go forward.
2: I want to take my slave outfit off and look
1: more like a, look more like a local mm-hmm.
4: yeah do we have our regular outfits with us guys
1: yeah you you have all of your equipment with you yeah. so okay. if you I need put on my to yeah if you need a dress back um do you want to stay as Shaylin? Okay, so you say it's Jaylen. Okay,
4: I switch into Rory Close.
1: Yeah. So Gerald pulls out of the alley and you guys go to the main entrance. Ias, you stop at the door and you see a large poster plastered on the door. There's a picture, a drawn picture of a Varican man and a Varican woman with the caption Danger, report presence of Varican enemies immediately. If captured, contact a guard or bring to the high courts for reward
3: what's on the picture and i don't recognize the faces
1: no they're just general mm-hmm. like pictures there's red coloring for the hair like well, um, caricatures I- of yes Americans. exactly <laughs> 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 they're just really <laughs> bad drawings, <of laughs> caricatures. Right,
2: just like they
1: got a
4: huge
2: yeah. chin.
4: Or well, something. yeah, <laughs> like they're just rudimentary. Yeah, they're they're
1: emphasized on some of the like mm. they're dirty and mm. they're like more barbaric. Angry. Angry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Coming down. Yeah, they're not nice <laughs> when they drew the pictures. So, do you guys wish to go inside? Yeah. I hold back. Yeah. I walk in. Okay, so Telnius walks in. I walk in. Yeah. Okay, great. So inside the Jade Hall, it looks like a pretty worn-down tavern. It's near the slum, so there's there's half Trailender, half um, lower district elves. There's an elf at the bar passing out drinks, and everyone give me a perception check. Well, other than I, it's just Rory and Telnius. Twelve. Nat one, so five. Rory, you, you both walk in us you're just kind of like looking at the slew of different people, maybe looking at the bottles of alcohol. And Rory, you know, in the back corner, someone that you recognize, a high elf that you once worked with.
4: So I walk over and I'm like, hey, I follow you. I recognize you, right?
1: And you see before you a high elf with, I believe, shorter hair And, well, now it might be longer, and the features of one whom resembles Favorin. Favorin, right?
5: I recoil, and I say, back away from me.
1: Whoa,
3: whoa, 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 whoa.
2: Favorin!
5: Hey, what's up, girl? I draw my knife.
2: I I pull out my hammer. What's up? Whoa, hey, 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 what's going on? What's
4: going on? Why Why are you acting like that?
2: I go in for a hug.
5: Who sent you here?
4: We're here on... Hey, listen, this is kind of secretive, but we're here on our own accord. We're on a secret
1: mission. Sup, girl? IS, are you still outside? Yeah,
3: I'm just kind of like, just looking at the Jade Hall, and I'm just taking deep breaths like... Oh, man. Rory.
4: Oh, wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm talking
0: to Colin in my head. I hope you're getting this. Uh... It was a close one. I, I barely snuck by, uh, but I got by the guards and I can see the castle. And now to find Amron.
4: Okay, keep us updated.
2: Have you been able to communicate with him like you say something and he respond to what you say?
4: Well, hold on. Let me let me see if I can say something to Colin. Okay. Kallun, you big dumb idiot. Can you hear me?
2: Did he hear you? No, he didn't say that. Okay, all right, so no.
4: Anyway, Favron, why why are you acting so hostile to us?
5: I just don't know what's real.
4: You don't know what's real? Amen, sister. I mean, do you mean that in a real sense or in just like philosophical, I don't know, whatever BS?
5: What's the difference?
4: Okay, well, I guess you got me there. But like, what are you doing here?
5: Tell me the secret word first.
4: I look at Telnius and I'm like, what do you think she's talking about? Uh,
2: I, uh, the secret. W- just say something, man. Uh, enchiladas. <laughs> there it is.
5: Okay. I trust you now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude.
2: Good move, man. Oh, yeah. And
1: so the bartender had kind of been watching favor and pull a blade. Uh, you know, but then I acted like it was all in fun, and so they they go back to pouring drinks. It's it's really busy in here. It seems a little overcrowded, overstuffed. A lot of trailenders again. Favorin, let me get you a drink.
5: Sure, tequila.
2: All righty, to go along with the enchiladas.
4: <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, but like, what are the odds? Out of like, we're in the corner of the known world, and here you are. I mean, last we saw you was with the with the with the werewolves, right?
5: Yeah, with the werewolves.
2: So what do you do? Well, remember she had the Crafter's Guild uh tag on her blade, so uh, that's probably why she's here to talk t- Oh shoot, are you are you with the Crafter's
5: Guild? Who's asking?
2: i um, uh, You know who <laughs> yeah, I am. Tony's and Rory.
4: We we went on an adventure once, remember that? Hold on, hold on.
2: And I go outside and I grab I it's like uh Girl, come on, and I
3: pull and you in. I take another deep breath, and mm. I just make my way inside. I like look. I are stop you still and I look on?
2: you in the eyes, and like, there's not that many elves. Come on, and I just pull you
3: in. What does that mean? Oh, I thought you hated elves. I do. What do you mean, not that many? How many are? This?
2: Well, like half of them. That's fifty one per- or fifty percent of them are not elves. Of
3: a hundred people.
2: <laughs> come
1: on, and I pull your arm, and I just I bring you I in. Go in. Favren, check it out. It's, well, our friend. And <laughs> once you come in, you're actually getting a lot of eyes from the, the trailenders there and the, and the High Elves. Like, a lot of people are kind of looking at you suspiciously.
4: You're a pretty reputable figure around here, right?
2: I thought so. Yeah, so no one's going to mess with you. I mean, you're hot stuff.
4: But I mean, like, imagine if, like, I don't know, the governor walked in. Anyway, favorite, uh what have you been up to since we saw you last
5: Really, nothing much. Just laying low.
4: Okay, I, I understand that. But like, um, what brings you to this um, to the Jade Tavern, the Jade Hall now?
5: Just some business that I was on after our our werewolf days were over.
3: Hmm. I see them talking, and I'm just kind of like looking the around. The
1: werewolf days are over. <laughs> Thanks
5: for picking up on that.
3: I I just see them talking, and I'm just kind of like looking around the whole place.
5: So well, what? What brings you guys here? That's the that's the bigger question.
3: Oh, just um,
4: just laying low, you know, just up to some business since the nice. werewolf days were over.
5: You can't take my answer.
2: Okay, I will. We're just laying low since the werewolf days are were over. Yeah,
4: Tony's can take your answer.
5: Wow, it's great running into you guys again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is it?
4: I mean, I was kind of excited to see it, but um, I don't know. I'm getting this kind of cold shoulder right now. I guess we can just leave you alone if you want us to.
5: No, no, stay with me. <laughs> okay.
4: If you're sure, I guess. I mean, I'm just, so.
5: I'm just playing hard to get. Hello, favorite.
3: It's, uh, I'm Ias. I, I don't look like Ayas now. I'm in disguise. I'm kind of nodding along. It's a disguise.
5: Prove it. No. <laughs> okay, I believe you.
4: <laughs> say, say enchiladas. Um. Enchiladas.
5: Let's retreat to somewhere a little bit more private than this crowded tavern.
4: That sounds Lead okay the way. By me. Oh, so this is more like a public house.
3: Oh, like a pub. Correct. Because I'm just kind of like hanging back and still looking around, just okay. like just looking at everybody in the in the
1: hall. You notice the barkeep kind of keeping closer eyes on you as you head up the stairs. Okay. Cool. So you guys get into Favorin's room and the door shuts. It looks as if this has been a like a hiding hole for quite some time uh, it's been lived in. It's not like, Oh, just a couple of nights looks like well over a month or two. Somebody, you know, favorite has been staying here. Do you- I don't know. How tidy do you keep it? <laughs>
5: here's my pee corner <laughs> oh,
4: i smelled it as we approach the room as we approach the you're jade like, hall actually you're like
1: quickly cleaning up some stuff as they walk in scrubbing puke off the walls i just puke on the walls oh my god you get blit- like blitzed every night <laughs> uh
4: okay nice uh nice digs here um what can you tell us about this city
5: Honestly, I really don't get out much, so I can't tell you about it. Obviously, you can see that I stay in this room a lot.
4: You just hang out in the jade hall and piss on the walls? (laughs) No, the corners. (laughs) The corners.
5: I throw up on the wall.
4: Interesting life you live here. (laughs) Well, hold on, hold on.
2: Puke on the walls. Let's get this straight. Last we saw you, we were at the mines. We found that letter from someone signed at the the Crafters Crafter's Guild. Guild who commissioned those werewolves to kill your friends and next time we see you is in the crafters guild head city were you here tracking down the person who who commissioned your friend's death
5: sort of that's what i was starting to do but then i'm also hiding out making sure i don't get mixed up into some trouble
3: did
2: anything happen
5: no not so far
2: okay are you saying because you're the one who survived?
5: Um you could say that.
2: Go ahead and say it. Go on. Me? Yeah, you could say that. Okay, that. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said, so
5: No, I'm I'm just hiding out, trying to do some detective work.
3: Tell me this, Favern. <laughs> if um, uh, Hypothetically speaking, if this town was taking just a ton of slaves as they are, would you be for or against that?
4: <laughs> yeah, what's, your, what's your stance on human slavery?
3: <laughs> I've noticed a lot of signs around, and I really would like to know your take.
5: I haven't really seen a lot of that. Um, I keep on saying that I'm hiding out here. I don't get out much. There's a reason that I keep repeating that. Why do you over not get out, out? Why do you not get out? Why, much? Why? Because I'm trying not to get killed. Who's By trying you? to kill you? I don't know if I can say.
4: Why? Like you can't pronounce
2: the word. Because <laughs> <laughs> cause Rory has that problem a lot. Yeah. He's our numbers guy.
4: Spell it for us. I can count the letters. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're here on a secret mission and we're wanting to liberate this city and overthrow the bad guys. So are you with us or are you against us?
5: Who do you consider the bad guys?
4: The
2: slavers <laughs> are the bad guys. That's pretty cut and dry.
4: Yeah, we hate the Crafters Guild. Um, What can you tell us about this city?
5: She she can't tell us
2: a lot
3: about the city (laughs) because she's been in here hiding for her life. From the wall, I'm just kind of like, have you heard anything about any missing persons?
5: No, I have not. All right, what What
3: (laughs) what pertinent
2: information do you feel like we need to have?
5: That's not how you ask questions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Please? Uh, okay,
4: why don't you just leave the city? If, you, if you're if you so scared for your life, what are you still doing here?
5: I was here on Duke Erwin's request. So I have the keys to his house. Oh. But I'm, cool. I've been instructed by him to stay here at the Jade Hall. And...
2: When did you connect with Duke... Oh, you connected with Duke Erwin long ago.
5: Yeah, we've known each other for years. Oh,
3: cool. Years, you say? And... How many years? How do you know him?
5: Um, just... just like one of those family friends, you know what I mean? That you don't really know how they're around, but they're around. I see.
3: And your family is just favoring, like, Beyonce.
5: Oh, did I forget to mention that King Amron is my father? Oh, shit.
2: Uh... Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, um, your and, dad is King Amron.
5: And he's trying to kill me.
2: Your dad's trying to kill you. Wait, King Amron?
5: Who's also my dad. Why so hence you own... laying
4: low here in this room in the Jade Hall.
5: Correct.
2: Why would your own father
4: want you dead?
5: Because I don't like the things that he does. <laughs> wait, 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 wait,
4: wait, 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 wait. If Amron is your dad, and Amron's married to who?
5: My mother.
2: So, wait, your mom is Queen. Um,
4: That's just, This is what I'm getting at.
5: Antiva. Antiva. That's your and mom. We're yeah.
4: traveling with. Maybe I should summon the rowdy boys to the side. Yeah. And we're traveling with.
2: Your sister. <laughs> your sister. We're traveling <laughs> with your sister. sister. At My least half sister. Yeah, at least half sister. We know your mom. Your okay, so your mom ran away, had an affair with this dude.
5: Hey, hey, hey. Don't talk shit about my mom.
2: I mean, I'm not talking shit about her. I'm just saying this is what happened. Your mom ran away. She met some dude, fell in love, had a baby girl. Baby girl grew up in Varaheim. Your mom came back, got with your pops, and had you. And now you got to have sisters. Does the name Runa mean anything to you?
5: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: What's that mean to you?
5: No. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything (laughs) to me.
2: Oh, Runa. Oh, I thought you said Luna. I'm a big fan of Harry Potter.
3: <laughs> oh, that's uh Rhoda's favorite book. This is, this book. is new that's information. Right. Yeah, she you. wasn't okay. in who? Luna? I've Luna never Lovegood, read, yeah.
4: I've only read the first one. Oh, you've only read
3: the sorcerer's <laughs> story. There was right? more than one? <laughs> yeah.
4: Harry Potter book? Anyway, back to the back, snap back to reality. So you don't know who Runa is?
5: No, I don't. Huh. There's, there's a lot of shady business that goes on in my family, so I try not to stick my nose in all of it. Only the things that'll get me killed.
3: So your father has kept a lot from you. Yeah.
5: Don't really like my dad.
3: But you like your mom.
5: I haven't seen my mom in a really long time.
3: Your mother has been captured. She's been, from the rumors we've heard, she's been imprisoned.
5: I think it's one of those things where she's imprisoned in her marriage, and possibly by magic.
4: Oh. But not behind actual bars? No. Well, that would explain the note. What would you like to have accomplished here?
5: I'm trying to overthrow my father. And that's part of why I was looking for that sword that you have, Ias. Huh. The powerful sword.
3: Well, I got it.
5: Yeah, keep it safe.
3: I will. Do you want it? No. Oh.
5: I don't want my dad to have it.
3: Okay, that unnerves
4: me. If we told you that we're trying to kill your dad, I'm not saying we are, but how would that make you feel?
5: Are you my therapist now?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to be another because title? I think you could use one. <laughs> That's another title for Rory: <laughs> the harbinger of death, berserker, <laughs> the
3: hammer, and social worker. <laughs> Rory Kilgannon. <laughs> We are trying to overthrow Aaron as well.
5: Yes, and I would join your cause. It sounds
3: perfect. Oh. But that means you'd have to leave this room.
5: As long as you guys would help me fight my battles, I'd be fine with that.
4: Now, if you leave this room, will you promise to actually use a restroom from here on out? And not the corner?
5: It depends on if we spend a lot of time in the forest.
3: Huh. Well, that's, that's fair a fair thing. point. sure, yeah. You're the first high elf I've actually come to actually like.
4: Actually... Um, okay, so what's the next step? We want, we want to overthrow your dad. You want to overthrow your dad. You're with us if we're trying to do that.
2: Step one, overthrow her dad. I don't know.
4: Well, let's Let's set our goals easier. Step one, talk to favorite. Check. Done. Step two, decide that our first goal is to kill, overthrow Amron. Check. Check.
2: Step three, overthrow.
4: Figure out how to do that.
5: Listen, he's throwing a party at his house, and that seems like the here perfect plot to every movie there is, so okay. Okay. let's just do that.
2: okay. <laughs> so he's throwing a party. I'm just kidding. It's oh, not Endgame. No, oh, okay. Gosh. You really got me there. Golly.
4: <laughs> okay, but do you know, like, have you been biding your time here waiting for some kind of opportunity? And if so, what would that opportunity be?
5: I was really just um, waiting for you guys to get here, actually.
3: You knew we Action? were coming. Yes. How did you know we were coming? How did you know that
5: Duke Erwin told me?
4: Oh. Why would he not have told us that you were
3: waiting for us?
5: Every man has many secrets.
3: <sighs> he did. He told us that we would find a friend at the Jade Hall. Oh. Oh shit! He did say that.
5: You shouldn't know who the friend was.
2: Well, we've got a lot of friends. <laughs>
3: I wouldn't have In considered you life. our friend, not after our last encounter, and you slipped off into the darkness.
5: I mean, what I would hell? have- the hell? I helped you kill those werewolves.
3: And then slipped off into the darkness. I mean, I would have
4: continu-
2: considered you a friend.
4: I would have considered you an acquaintance, but I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad we're on the same side, and I'm glad we have the same goal, which is to dipo- dispose of Hamron. Um, but we just got to figure out how to do that.
5: Correct.
2: Do you have any plans, any knowledge of the castle, any way we
1: can get in?
5: I haven't been in the castle for a long time, but I do have this map. Okay. Of the city.
1: Of the city. So this map is pulled out. Uh, Favorin, you pull out the map. You guys are able to look at it. You can see clearly there is a lower district to the north. I know. Fuck y'all. And a (laughs) upper district Uh, (laughs) to the south. So you guys are in the lower district. So you're at Jade Hall. Close to you are the Trelinder Refugees. There are the Ammonfane Refugees now as well. To the western side, there are the High Courts and the Military and another gate leading out to Nalda, which is another Elven settlement. There is Erwin's Townhouse in the more high-class area of the Lower District. And then there is a Market Square as well. So those are kind of your main points and then in the upper district there is the castle uh, A lot of craftsmen and crafters and then also the crafters guild ballroom But that the only way to access that is through the upper class gate.
3: So here's the deal. We don't know where Amorin is And we don't know what to do from here
4: Again last we heard from Kalloon. He was going to the upper district. I feel like if I was Amorin I'd probably hang out at the castle Right. Don't you think?
3: I assume he would be somewhere around there or someone would be there who knows where he may be.
4: I feel like Duke Aaron probably gave you the key to his quarters for a reason. But he didn't say what that reason was, right? Have no. you been in there yet? No, not yet. I feel like that's a, that'd be a good It'd place to go. that would be a good headquarters,
2: at least, here to start from. Yeah.
4: Not that your apartment here isn't wonderful.
3: <laughs> it's really pissy.
5: Do you guys have any kind of disguise that I can wear?
1: I can disguise another person. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you have you have a disguiser's yeah. kit. You can use it for yourself Just and another person. Just come over here. Person, I'll take care. As of long it. as you take a couple hours. So, are you IS going as something else, staying as Shaylin? I'm
3: gonna stay as Shaylen.
1: As okay, as perfect. And uh, Favorin, you're just disguising yourself as a different high elf. Yeah, and guys and ha- I do
3: up her makeup, and I give her like wings on fleek. Like her eyelashes oh. look great. So I she's,
4: guess if we're she's being doing awesome. disguised, Disguise-y? then might as well just uh, all of us be disguised.
1: Okay, so you all kind of like use different things from Is's disguise. Well, no, kit. no, I cast
2: disguise self. Oh, That's nice. my channel divinity. I've never used wow. it. Wow, but once per day. Actually, now I twice per day. I can you would have been
1: a cool feckless four member, and I can you cast missed cast that.
3: Magic well, I mean,
2: no one ever. I mean, it's not your responsibility. I just never brought it up. But.
1: I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Let's. Uh, you guys are moving from the Jade Hall to Erwin's Townhouse, correct? Yes. That's the okay. Wall, yeah. Da-da-da-da. Great. Um, um, so, so you guys go ahead first. IS roll me a, a deception check with the disguise kit for everyone else, since you're doing their makeup. 14 okay well, that's not bad yeah no so my perception's I mean, really good nah. okay so you guys are taking the, the road square. through the market, market square, I square. I perfect so, yes. okay great so everyone give me a perception check as you leave the jade hall 11 13
2: 22
5: i have a 13
1: no one else notices it but on your way out uh telling us you're maybe the last one going out the door you do you were looking at a lot of the alcohol bottles you do realize that the barkeep has changed uh shifts like it's not the same person keeping the bar
2: I, I point, you know what, um, really quick, guys, I, uh, I'm going to grab a quick roadie. I'll be right back. Okay, and sure. And then uh, mm-hmm. I go to the bar and I say, hey, barkeep, barkeep. Yes, yes. Oh, gosh, that last bartender, um, I think I, I may have forgotten to, to tip him. Mm. Um, what was his name? He did a great job. Oh, you're referring to Crystal. Okay, great. Yes. So sorry. Here, uh, because of the time, can you make sure Crystal gets this silver? And I give one silver.
1: Thank you. You guys make your way toward the Market Square. It's actually like an hour's walk. Like this is a large city. This is larger than Westwick actually. So in the Market Square, it's kind of the hub of activity in Falrun. The most notable in the Market Square is the fountain. It is a statue of Valir, the first Elven King of Alphrahim. That's Amran's father whom he assassinated to take his spot. He is carved from highly valuable pink marble uh, a marble only found in Barda, the elves' origin island. Velir is holding a diamond flower to represent the spring he and the first elves brought to Verahim. Now, there's a few things of note within the market square as you guys are passing through. There's a shop, an armory, with the symbol of the Crafters Guild on it pretty normal for Falrond, though. The other is a large druidic circle just behind the statue. Kind of, you you don't see it at first as you're passing by to Eren's townhouse and you hear a gong chime out and you look and you see a druidic circle that is being kept at all times during this Time, the whole market square goes silent as you're passing through and you guys see a druid come up tap the shoulder of one of the tired meditating druids within the circle. The circle's only broken for a second as the next druid comes in to maintain that circle. From them, a new energy goes up and you kind of, it's ethereal, but you see a mist kind of going up to the air. This druidic circle is keeping the spring dome, illusory mountain around the city, so that the winter does not affect the city. Makes sense. Um and, and and as soon as that druid takes that person's spot. Hey,
2: just something I noted as we left the uh public house, it seemed like the bartender kept a keen eye on us and the bartender was then gone as we came back down. Um their name was Crystal. I don't know if that means anything to any of you, Favorin. Do you are you familiar?
5: No, not really.
2: If you happen, like, keep your eyes open. If you see him, just let, let let's all talk about it. Good you know? to know. Cool. Thank you.
1: So you guys turn onto the road that heads to Erwin's house. Um, it's past noonday at this point and uh, getting around uh, dinner time. Probably a few more hours of of daylight within the dome so you guys make it to duke erwin's house there is it's a regal house you're able to go through the front gate there's a small yard and garden in the front and past the garden you see the front door and entrance it is locked of course there's windows it looks to be about uh two stories tall do we
2: does does anyone notice us coming up to the house, or is the are the streets kind of bare?
1: Yeah, in this area, because it's nicer, it's like going through a suburb. It's not as active as the deeper parts of the city. Cool. So no one really gave note to you. I, I rolled... Um, okay. For your inconspicuousness, and cool. you guys are good
4: as we approach are like my danger senses going off no okay, so i don 't feel like there
1: 's any booby traps or like anything. your literal barbaric like, danger, danger, sense, danger senses yeah, yeah you don 't feel anything off kilter with the house. is
3: there like okay. a porch
1: uh there is like a front porch, you go up a few steps to the front door there's like a mailbox unit there that opens out and drops in mail. And then it closes, so you can't get the mail from there. But it's just right next to the door.
2: You have the key, right? I mean, uh, is there any reason why we wouldn't just go inside this place?
5: Oh, my gosh, guys. I love the keys back in the <laughs> oh. <laughs> huh. Not it. Just kidding. You in my pocket.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, that was my favorite joke. Favorite <laughs> my joke. favorite joke. Okay, so <laughs> right. Favorin unlocks the door. You guys walk in. Nope. Um, uh, okay, so Aya stays outside. Mm-hmm. Okay, so IS is gonna stay outside.
5: Can you tell me why you keep staying outside?
1: No, I just need a moment. I'm gonna be out here.
5: Oh
3: and yeah. I just lay down on the porch it's, and I just kinda laid with my back on the porch. It's Aww, his, like, his dad's house. Uh, he doesn't like his
5: dad, so
1: makes mm, sense.
5: Daddy issues, I understand.
1: Yeah. Huh. So, I got him too. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Favorin, you lead Rory and Telnius inside. Do you guys shut the door behind you? No. I, I, leave it open.
2: I would leave it open. Yeah. Okay,
1: perfect. Um, Especially
2: if IS is still out there.
1: Yeah. Everyone inside, give me a quick perception check inside. Beep,
5: boop, boop, boop,
1: boop. Eight. Seven. Twelve. Perfect. Favorin, you're able to see the large pile of uh, mail. <laughs> Zombies. <that's, laughs> there's a large pile of mail. looks like un. Unsorted and stuff next to you. The rest of you guys see this is like a normal open area, like a living room, and then there's a kitchen past, and it looks like there's two two doors um, that lead to rooms downstairs, and then there's a stairway that heads upstairs. I go through the mail. Okay, so you don't
5: see the mail there.
2: That's right. Oh, she saw it.
1: She did.
5: I go through the mail.
1: (laughs) Favorin, the the one thing that sticks out is one of the most recent letters. No, this no. this it, could it, have been something it's actually, you saw. It's actually a larger package. So when you open up the package, uh, you find this letter within.
5: <laughs> oh, I was right. And then I read this letter. <laughs> to the Duke Erwin, within this package are four invitations to Falron's winter summit to be held at the Crafters Guild Ballroom in the upper district on the night of the new moon.
1: That's so, tomorrow, and uh, it's actually it's actually four days from now.
5: Four
4: days from now, but that's tomorrow.
5: <laughs> there will be a dinner and a dance, and after a presentation on the current state of our nations, a new plan has been formulated with the help of the trailander leaders. Together, we can grow the bonds between Alfraheem and the Trailender stronger than ever. It is imperative that you attend and help steer us in a new direction. That can more easily squelch the Varican uprising and the ancient horrors they've awakened. We look forward to your attendance, Elven Queen Ativa, Guildmaster of the Crafters Guild, and Elven King Amran, son of Valor.
4: Wow!
2: I want so hard to go to that
5: dance, guys. I totally called this. What's
4: in that package? I mean, the four invitations. Where, where did you get that letter from?
5: Oh, you had to roll high enough to get to
1: <laughs> see this mail. Give me investigation checks. I'm going
2: to go downstairs first.
1: I think there's only upstairs. That you said, said there was
2: two doors leading to downstairs. Two.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. There's two doors leading to rooms that are downstairs. Oh, and the floor oh I wrong. see. Okay. And, and
2: then there's stairs leading upstairs. I'll do the two doors on this level.
1: Okay, go for it. Eighteen. Okay, you are able to find a notebook of Duke Erwin's within his offices. Within the office, there's a collection of papers, artifacts, investigative tools, piles of Crafter Guild's records, but most prominent is a journal, and you're able to scan through Telnius. You're used to piling over um, different things, and these are the most prevalent of the um, articles within the journal.
2: Guys, I found some fascinating articles like to share them with you. <clears throat> this is written uh, by Duke Erwin. So the Crafters Guild has enmeshed itself with political powers here. Guildmaster Antiva has wedded Amrin, making her Elven Queen. This is troubling. That is too much power for one guild. That was early fall. Now after that, he's this is him writing. I didn't say this. I've gotten word around the city, especially at the merchant square, that there are dark elves among us. Probably rumors, but something to look into. Next entry, of worth. I disguised myself to attend a speech given by Amren. A few things stood out. One, his sinister rhetoric toward the Varrican, most alarming. I believe he used the words exterminate the threat, which could be interpreted as making peace, but Something tells me he was more referring to the uh, natives of the land. More troubling was nodding of heads around me. The city, this nation, is buying it. Alphrahim is not safe for Varrican, and Amarin was holding peculiar staff, more like a scepter. I must do more research. That was back in the late fall. This next entry is from Late Winter. Uh, the winter is longer than usual. Amran has begun work on a spring dome uh, that will protect al from the cold. Uh, next entry was uh, Amran was outright called for the capture and processing of all Varrican and allies. What is happening? Uh, what have you become, old friend? A uh, Nordi scepter, that's it, a dangerous and powerful relic. "'Nordy used it to assure his fo- followers loyalty. "'I believe it may still hold some mind-altering effects. "'Now this is bad. "'I must get to the Pearl Island sooner than I anticipated. "'Next entry was playing cards. "'Amethyst Mist. "'I uh, saw a few Crafters Guild affiliates "'being escorted to the private rooms. "'I wonder... "'There's a few more entries. Uh, "'I was attacked last night. "'A winged man with demon horns. "'I was able to get away, uh, but not without these wounds.' I will need to be more careful. No more visits to the Market Square. The next entry. They've just announced the refugees from Ammon Fane, uh They're to take up the Northern Quarter. Uh, we don't have room in this city. What does Amorin have planned? And the final entry. Leaving now. The demon is still following me. Off okay. to Nalda. I must trust Favorin, and pray the rowdy boys arrive soon. Oh, Ias, this is truly a mess. If only she were here, still amongst the living, we could be a family again. May you be damned, Amran. You deserve a knife to the belly, not that crown on your head.
1: At this point, Ayas, outside, you hear footsteps coming down the cobblestone road, just past the garden. Not, not anything unusual except for the heavier boots of armored people. They turn. Coming through the garden is one whom has a very large cowl over their head, draping over the rest of their body, much larger presence than what a normal cloak would have. With him are two of the crafter's guild guards. They approach. The man takes the cowl off, revealing two large ram horns, long, greasy black hair, His hands begin to glow with a black magic. He says, All right,
2: prove yourself.
1: Attack. Ayas, as you're getting to your feet, he says, Shaylin, nice to see you out here. (laughs) And the two guards come around the tiefling. The first one grips his helmet and removes it. Shaggy red hair, a large red beard, and blue glowing eyes. Holding a dagger of the Alphrahim Crafters Guild, its blue topaz glowing. Kaloon stands before you. Rory, an insane amount of feedback comes through the stone at your ear. And at the tiefling's neck, an amulet, a blue crystal hanging, glowing bright blue.